Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is that guy who does yard work at 7.30 in the morning on a Sunday, Sam Grezis. <laughs> this is the first one where you've been just completely off base so far. Uh, I am I am in no way uh, that person. Do 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 better next time. I'm the person who who when that guy doing yard work at 7:30 a.m. Uh, is doing that yard work, I'll just like put a pillow over my head and pretend like it's gonna stop, and it never does. Well, this continues my trend of naming something that's actually happening within my field of vision. <laughs> There's a guy across the street doing yard work, even though it is not 7:30 a.m. on a Sunday. It more or less feels like it. Because I took the red eye last night Ugh. to get to Cleveland, and I basically have not... We're recording this around 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have not slept since about 8 o'clock Sunday morning. So I, I, if I sound a little loopy or off today yeah that's why well that that it's actually perfect timing because uh because this is our 21st uh episode of the podcast so hopefully uh you, every everyone listening is going to be getting a little uh loopy and wacky uh tonight i always tr- i don't like taking the red eye because i am six four so planes oh, geez, are yeah. already a problem yep but so when I'm taking, I can't get to sleep on a plane. I, I'm not the type of person who can sit down and sleep. I have to be laying down mm-hmm, to sleep. Mm-hmm. And since I'm already uncomfortable on a plane, even if I have an exit row, I just, I can't get comfortable. So I got like maybe an hour's worth of light dozing Oof. and then like another hour's worth of a nap sort of when I got here. So I'm kind of a mess right now. Fun! <laughs> but... Don't worry, I'll uh, hold down the fort, Dave. <laughs> no problem. So we might as well get to that. The reason I took the red eye, the reason I am in Cleveland, if you've read the site in the past few comics, you will have known this, but I am getting married on Saturday. So I am down in Ohio where I'm going to be getting married, where our family is. So for the next... Uh, I, I've explained how that's going to affect the draw play on the two comics. We're going to have some guest artists do some comics. Um, You probably, by the time this goes live, the one on Tuesday should already be up. And I'm sure everyone will like it. And in terms of what that means for the podcast, I have shown Sam exactly how to do everything. Mm -hmm. So Sam will be in charge of the podcast for the next next two weeks because I will be out of the country on honeymoon and not able to record yep uh first of all uh congratulations dave i've told you this before but i figure on the you know on the podcast it's more public thing so congratulations also uh to to the listeners you're in good hands i promise it won't like only 80 percent of uh the podcast next week will be about northwestern and pokemon so you know it's it's in good hands is what i'm is what i'm saying <laughs> yes i that i i announced that the first comment i got on yeah. the draw play was oh god please don't make does that mean sam's going to talk about pokemon for an hour please help don't don't worry i'm uh, i'm getting some guests that'll that'll uh, keep me in check ray ray'll be there 
um and we got some other uh special guests lined up so uh i'm i'm actually very excited it'll be it'll be It'll be a, a nice change of pace, hopefully. It shouldn't be too bad, especially since now football is actually like yeah, happening it's again. happening, it's happening. Although, hey, before before we start, I did mention that this is the the twenty first episode. Do we want to uh, do we want to share with them the special things we have planned? We for this should. Podcast? So we have we talked about this a little bit when we had Ray on last week, but we have come up with a drinking game for our, in, our intentional sounding listeners and something that we will likely be playing on future recording yes. sessions. Yes. Not so much now because I'm basically already <laughs> hung over from a flight. And I'm I'm perennially like drunk, so, you know. Here is our very extensive intentional sounding official drinking game. Mm-hmm. First off, our drink for this game is beer. Yep, yep, you have to, you have to, you'll, you'll, you'll die if you do something that's, that's not. We, we were trying to come up with some fancy things with like fireball for hot takes, but ultimately it's just beer well, because we don't want our listeners to die. The, so the official drink of the Draw Play podcast, we, we can go into that later. Uh, that's not just a beer drink. However, uh, you don't want to play this drinking game with anything that's not beer. Anyway. We have several different categories. We have one drink. So you drink, you take one sip every time Sam says, you know. Mm-hmm. Anytime we reference something that happened to the New York Giants prior to 2011. <laughs> so basically anytime I bring up the 2007 Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's, that was a very uh, specific... Um, Anytime somebody mentions that they're drinking, so basically at the beginning of every podcast when you hear Sam take a sip. Yep. (laughs) um, Anytime Sam curses. um, Anytime Dave does the introductory one-liner, so at least one drink per episode minimum there. Mm -hmm. Anytime we call for sponsors that are never going to sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, one drink for anytime we have Patriots hate or schadenfreude. Yeah, which is, uh, you know... That's a lot right there already. So I, I literally also just said uh, I broke one of the rules. So that's another drink right there. That, those are the ones that are, that are going to happen pretty much every episode. Yeah. We have two drinks for slightly more uncommon things. Two drinks for every time Sam brings up Pokemon or Northwestern University. So you're already at least two drinks in. Yep. <laughs> Empathy for a terrible football player. So, like, when we start talking about how we feel bad for Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, and there, there's going to be some of that this week, for sure. Burning hot takes. Um, anytime, well, this might not be applicable after this episode. Yeah, that's But anytime true. Dave mentions his wedding. Mm-hmm. Any terrible pun. And schadenfreude or hate for the Cowboys, Eagles, or Redskins. Yeah. I, that happens a little bit less. Uh, still, still fairly common, um, but definitely not as common as Patriots hate. We also have KSK in joke listed, but then we realized nobody's gonna know. Yeah, who would KSK <laughs> in jokes? We're gonna have to explain that when it happens. Yeah, yeah. So, and then lastly, for the rare ones, three drinks. Anytime Dave curses, so anytime I say something, I usually get at least one per episode. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Um, anytime we mention the steeplechase or other weird sports. Anytime we make a claim that has been rendered obsolete between the time that the podcast is recorded and the time it goes live. So if we say something during this episode that is not true on Wednesday yeah. when it goes up, 
Yeah. It, I, we're usually good for one of those every couple of weeks, honestly. Um, which is which is kind of funny. Yeah, and then bad food opinions. Yep. Which means that you'll never drink that because there are only good food opinions here. Well, so that that's the thing, is that there are also, like, if you want to play Nightmare Mode, there are a couple other rules to the podcast that have to do with chugging and shots. You take a shot for a good food opinion because they are that... <laughs> rare on this podcast so basically three drinks if you disagree with the food opinion yeah a shot if you agree there with you the food go opinion. absolutely uh and then the only other the other important drink is you chug while i'm doing my outro plug because it mm-hmm. always goes super long and then you also chug for the duration of sam getting legitimately angry oh yeah yep or dave and sam bashing their own team yep so there you have it an extensive list Mm -hmm. of rules and when we're going over the podcast in future episodes we will probably start laughing and yelling drink at the other person yep when one of us (laughs) breaks those rules i'll be i'll be fun and hey speaking of drinks uh i did i did come up with actually an official uh draw play podcast drink uh well tell us what it is sam uh well first so so the vessel it's served in is very important you need to go into your beach equipment and get yourself a tiny little bucket a tiny little sand bucket uh what you're going to do is wash all the sand out of it uh Fill it with absinthe, wash the glass in absinthe like it's a Sazerac, uh, add some ice, cover the ice with fireball for all of our burning hot takes, and then uh, fill the rest of it. Well, so so the other ingredient that you need to have is you need to have two cans of beer. One of them needs to be Bud Light, and one of them needs to be any other kind of cheap domestic light beer. Um to finish the drink, uh, what you're going to do is take the the other cheap domestic beer that's not a Bud Light, crack it open, and fill the rest of the bucket with that beer. Um, then kind of stir and drink. It's good. Uh, and then what you're going to want to do with the uh, Bud Light can is open it up, pour it on the ground, and then like d- destroy the can with a sledgehammer. That's the official intentional uh, sounding drink so i guess there is our first official ksk in joke yep i guess that's right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah if if you don't follow ksk you don't know the whole bud light saga but gazi i might as well let you tell that story oh my god are we we gonna go into this let's do it yeah let's do it explain that one so um and the funny thing is this this led somewhat to to ksk as it existed then not really existing anymore in this in the same way it did uh, yeah i'd say this was the beginning of a it was the beginning of the end major battle in the downfall yes um so it was i believe two years ago maybe one year ago uh i wrote it was like early early spring or summer it was well it was it was before my birthday um and my birthday is april 21st so it was prior to that um, I wrote a silly little post for kissing Susie Colber with my tongue firmly planted in my cheek all about the Bud Light campaign up for whatever. And I was like, hey, Bud Light, if you're really up for whatever, why haven't you sponsored my birthday party, you clown frauds? So it was like it was a plea to Bud Light um, because I'd been tweeting at them obnoxiously trying to get them to sponsor my birthday party. And I was like, this is the last straw. I'm going to go to the Internet about it. Um, 
And the joke of the post wasn't that Bud Light is bad. The joke of the post is that I was kind of being a petty asshole about everything and making them sponsor my birthday party and get international recording superstar Josh Groban to perform there and give us free Bud Light Limeritas. It wasn't, it wasn't like no one was going to be taking that seriously. It was not a serious post. No, no. And again, the, the joke was not on Bud Light. The joke was on me. Uh, the post... <laughs> The post got pulled because uh, the site was afraid, uh, our hosting site was afraid that it would scare off sponsors. Uh, they had just signed Bud Light a deal to with, an actual with, sponsorship deal. With Bud Light. And they were afraid it would reflect poorly. Yep. I did, to be fair, I did call them a bunch of boring piss baby liar frauds. Um, so, <laughs> you know, there is that. But at the same time... No one again. No one was taking that post seriously. The uh, the higher ups took the post down, and that was the beginning of the end. Um, that that was our Benghazi. It was Budghazi. It was it was uh, Bud literally Budghazi. Uh, and then and then uh, one of the other last straws was when uh, Trevor Risk, friend of the show, uh, and I were going to do a post bashing. Uh, a supergroup created of like people from Better Than Ezra, Sugar Ray, and like Less Than Jake or something, and they recorded a terrible song that we just like made fun of for uh, uh, this week and fuck you or something like that. Um, and they were like, actually, one of my brothers, like my brother's best friends with someone in that band, and they they get real, <laughs> they get really uh, defensive and. Um, insulted by things like this so we're not gonna run this piece and it was just so that ultimately it wasn't it wasn't so much that they were upset with about that it was the fact that there were other posts on the site that didn't seem to be held to the same standard as we were right exactly they that there was, was i think that was the problem at the same time as my post on bud light there was a post about bud light uh, but it was a John Oliver piece. It was one of those John Oliver rants where, you know, he, he, John Oliver destroys Bud Light and, and, and smashes it through a table and kills its family in front of it. Right. It was him saying that Bud Light tastes like ass or something like that. And they posted it and they were like, how brave is John Oliver for going uh, against one of his sponsors? And we were all on the sidelines like, <laughs> about that. <laughs> So that's 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 the the brief history of Bud Gazi for all you listeners out there. Yeah, <laughs> and now that we've officially spent fifteen minutes talking about nothing, yep, we might as well actually get into the football news because there's a lot of it. Actually, there is a lot, and I'm going to just defer to Sam just so he can get this out of his system early. Yep, very but very Trevor, quickly. Trevor Simeon has been named the starter for the Denver Broncos. Yep, the first uh, NFL starting quarterback since Otto Graham back in 1955. First uh, Northwestern starting quarterback. Did I not say Northwestern? I don't the think first so. ever starting quarterback in the NFL since Otto Graham started in 1955. No, this is Northwestern's first uh, starting quarterback since since the 50s, and it's a big deal. It's it's really exciting, and honestly, uh, because of how the Bears have been playing, it's kind of turned me into a bandwagon Broncos fan. Uh, oh. 
It has. I'm going to be rooting for them. I mean, I'm going to be rooting for Trevor Simeon, but I'm going to be rooting for the Broncos by proxy. And it's going to be more fun to follow that than it is to to be following the train wreck of of the Bears. Again, like I have I've been watching them in the preseason and you can listen to the podcast. I predicted something like eight and eight. Uh, and that was just so wildly, wildly optimistic. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, and I, I, I choose to follow a team that I don't have any expectations for, uh, instead. So I think if you're following along the drinking game with beer, there's Sam bashing his own it, team. It's true. That's true. That's just one though, right? For that's that, one. okay, <laughs> good, good. So that's that's it. That's my that's my uh, that's my Trevor Simeon. Uh, that's my touchdown Trevor piece. And hey, all this means is that I'm not going to be talking about him every week because he's been declared the starter for the regular season. I'll just be like, oh hey, he did good this week, and it'll be NFL news and not uh, blatant Northwestern Homer news. So, thank God, right? <laughs> I, oh man, I was. I am very happy that I'm going to be gone the next week. <laughs> he takes over this job, and you inevitably keep talking about Trevor Simeon. Well, be aware, I can't really talk about him next week. There's not going to be much to talk about until the regular season starts. I guess so. Is he not going to? Yeah, I mean, he's going to start they, in the preseason, they, they, they... but I, you know, I don't really want to spend that much time when when there is actually other other news out there what we should be talking about the preseason is uh tony romo and the no good very bad back oh tony romo died i yeah <laughs> rest in pieces tony Please. romo rest in the many pieces that your just body has been shattered into stay down i and not even just please for you stay down we talked about this before Seriously, i don't think any this this is definitely something i as as a Giants fan, obviously, I don't want Romo back on the field because he's a very good quarterback mm-hmm. and I have a lot of respect for him. Mm-hmm. As a football fan, I do not want Tony Romo back on the field because I really like Tony Romo as a quarterback, as a person. Right. I don't I don't want to see him get turned into dust because of football. It's it's depressing. At this point, I, I kind of hope he retires. There's there's not currently a timetable for his return, yes, but they were saying that similar injuries usually take 10 to 12 weeks to fully recover from. I saw 6 to 10 weeks. Ah, 6 to 10. Okay. That, that... I saw 6 to 10 weeks for Romo's injury. Okay. I think that may have changed, but that's pretty much what I saw, and that's more or less what I'm expecting. Sure, yeah, and I think that's what most people are are expecting too i feel like it was just so quick when that happened uh i believe thursday it looked night, bad it looked it looked bad but then he came off the field and like he wanted to be put back in the game you see that's a thing and i'm glad they the cowboys actually decided yeah, to hold him out that, because they normally the cowboys would just stick him back in there yep. because the cowboys are stupid and jason garrett doesn't have his own wishes it's just jerry jones yep. puppeting him yep I mean, imagine if that were a regular season game. That could have gotten really ugly because they would have put oh. Romo back oh, yeah. in. And, you know, who knows what The thing is, then. they probably would have put Romo back in if they didn't have this uh, preseason rookie yep. phenom, Dak Prescott, sit behind him that's earning all of this hype. Yep. 
Yep. The if they were still stuck with like Brandon Whedon back there, they probably would have put Romo <laughs> sure, back in and sure. he would have literally died. It's a it's a different this is a different injury though, right? It's a it's not the same part of his back that he has injured before. No, no, he's he's shattered a different part of his okay. back. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it, it's kind of depressing that we have to specify that he's broken a different, a different part, of, part his of, back of the back than last yeah. time. Yeah, both both equally like, important come parts on. of his back, but yeah just don't look out for yourself man you've got you've got the money you don't need to be in the league anymore and you're not you're not old listen if he retires now he could make so much money uh just staying on with the nfl uh in one way or another like how much do you think the nfl would pay him to be on some sort of broadcast team I don't know. I don't know how Romo is on camera. He's pretty good he seems on like camera. a likable dude, but I don't know if he'd be a good announcer, commentator sort of thing. He seems like a fun guy, but I don't know if he has those particular skills sure. or a desire for those skills. Sure, that's because fair. he has had plenty of downtime to practice, and I've never <laughs> seen him on. Yeah, I, I mean, I just know from from interviews and stuff, he seems pretty affable and comfortable with the camera. Obviously, I don't know how we do like commentating or doing analysis, but like. I mean, come on, he's got to be better than Trent Dilfer, right? There's there's not a lot that could be worse. I I know, I know. So if that's like the bar we're setting, like he can he he can find a job. Yeah, stick him on a D team yeah. somewhere so yeah, that he, he covers like local Cowboys games, but not for the major broadcasts, sure. like that sort of thing. Sure. Like maybe he's a he'll be a local color guy sort of thing. Yeah. But seriously, Romo we love you, man. I, I know things have been rough for you. You've had a very odd career yep. in terms of fandom because let's let's recap this. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo came in, UDFA, literally nobody knew jack shit about him. He he then he Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Drew Bledsoe went down, Romo came in, played extremely well, immediately got everybody's love. And then he dropped the snap against Seattle in the playoff yep. game. That obviously not a good. He spent the he spent the next at least five years just dealing with the stigma from that play. That one specific yeah moment. And it's it's kind of depressing because if you watch that play, one thing I notice is that it. I mean that play is his fault. The reason they lost, it's his fault. There's no there's no way you can get around that. I've seen a lot of. Romo apologists say that like oh but he did everything perfectly I'm just like no like he didn't if he did everything perfectly none of that would have happened Mm -hmm. but when the play breaks down he does react as perfectly as he can and he almost saves it right so he he dealt with this stigma of being a choker for so long because of that play because every once in a while he'd have the Romo game where he'd Mm -hmm. He'd Romoception it off. And Romo's a gunslinger, so those games are going to happen. He, he, he's an improviser. He's a gunslinger. And sometimes that makes you look like a friggin' hero, and other times it makes you throw really bad interceptions at the worst possible time. Right. We watched Brett Favre for years, and we love him. Like, Romo, he was, he was a lot like Favre in that respect, mm-hmm. watching him for me. So I, I never liked the fact that he was called the choker because... Every quarterback has those games. He he just had that stigma following him because of the bot snap. And again, it's also really hard to win a Super Bowl 
he shouldn't be called a choker because he didn't win a Super Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, lower your expectations a little bit. And then, after a while, he, it seemed like he finally started to gain, shake off that reputation. Like, the stats started to come up that he actually had more fourth-quarter comebacks than yep. most other quarterbacks. Yep. It, it, it looked, people were finally catching on to the fact that Romo was a good quarterback. And by the time, and then he had that one year, two years ago, with the Cowboys when they went all the way to the divisional round, where they, it looked like they were finally coming together, and at this point, it just seems like Romo finally got the respect and time for his body to break down. Right, yep, yep. And uh, I think that the important thing to note is that Romo's game hadn't changed that much, like, his, like, go-to... Like, his physical skills, his physical capabilities, and his mental skills and capabilities haven't changed that much. He's improved, sure, but I feel like a lot of Romo's career, and if he does retire, what he will be remembered by is someone whose story was written for him by his fans and his detractors. Uh, He never, like, whatever he did on the field was almost secondary to what people were saying about it. Um, yeah, and he was he was Derek Jeter for a while because his whoever he was dating was a bigger story than how he was playing. Yep. Is Romo Romo never got a fair treatment by the fans, and honestly, really not by the team. The team did good by keeping him as the starter, despite all the fans calling for cuts mm-hmm, and all that crap mm-hmm. because fans are stupid. But by the time. The Cowboys finally realized, hey, maybe we should protect this asset who's really good. He was already kind it of was broken. Pr- it, was, it was already pretty much too late. Yeah. Now they have a fantastic team, a fantastic offensive line that can protect him, but it doesn't really matter because he's still going to get hit once in a while. And as you can tell, it's he just doesn't have that. He, he can't take these hits anymore. Right. He's, he's just slowly shattering into thousands of tiny pieces. Because of what the Cowboys, well, have or have not done previously, right? You can trace this back. He spent (laughs) years behind a terrible offensive line. Yep. Like, offensive line is great now, but he spent all of his most durable years behind an awful, awful line. Mm -hmm. And he's now basically suffering for it. Yep. So, I guess the thesis is... I don't want to see him suffering into the rest of his life. I I just want him to just be like, "Okay, I got my money. Yep. I got I finally got some respect. I the team seems to be in decent hands now depending on how Dak works out. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's time for me to hang up my cleats and hope that the future people looking back on me is a little bit more kind." Yeah. Yeah. And I think it will be. You always when, you know, when players retire, it kind of does become about the numbers and not the story, um, unless unless there's a really, like, intense and uh, gripping story to tell. But with Romo... Romo's got good numbers. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, Romo, like, you can talk to anyone who plays fantasy football, right? Romo is always someone you have backing up your, you know, your starter in, like, a 10 to 12 person league, and... When your starter's on a bye week, you put Romo in and it'll put up numbers. Because he's a, he's a good quarterback. Um, and I, you know, we do wish him the best. Just like, don't, 
Don't hurt Romo, yourself. I, We're not your I, mom. I, I love you, man. I, I do think at this point Romo's legacy will be a good quarterback whose potential was never reached because everybody yep. he, he was more or less misunderstood or mistreated throughout his career. He never got a fair chance, but he made the most of it, especially for a UDFA. Yeah, absolutely. So bless you, Romo. I like everything about you except for the uniform you wear. Please retire. Please retire for both of those reasons. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Keeping on the subject of quarterbacks, we might as well talk about the other major news that happened this past week about uh, quarterbacks that... We have to uh, We have to go there, dude. We, we, have, we have, we to, have go to go here. So let's just say Colin Kaepernick. Yep. I'm going to defer to you first, Sam. Sure. What do you think about this whole situation? What are your opinions? Give me your hot takes. Uh, my, well, do you want my... I feel like my actual no, take I want, is... No, I want your thoughts. Okay, you know what? Because my, my take is, is relatively lukewarm. My, my, my take is that people should stop. I get that people are paying attention to it, and I get that it's newsworthy. I think it's good that it's, it's newsworthy, because obviously it was meant as a, an act of protest. America was founded on acts of protest, uh, and I think that Colin Kaepernick has the right to do whatever he, he wants to do. If he wants to sit down during the national anthem, he can. And this isn't even the first time he's sat down during the national anthem. He's done it the whole preseason. It's just yeah, people it's paid attention. It's the first time somebody noticed. Yeah. And, and again, th- it's not like this is something that is new, one, to him or to sports. Uh, sports has been a, a place for, for protest. Uh, and athletes, have been using the fact that they have a larger reach uh, to benefit causes that they believe in. And that's, I think that's great, uh, personally. Like, I'm not one that's going to say, oh, you know, stick to, stick to sports or whatever. That's kind of like, no, that's bullshit. Shut up. Um, I think, I think, however, from a purely financial and football-related uh, perspective, uh, if you're a struggling quarterback uh, that is not doing enough in the preseason to ensure a starting job over Blaine Gabbert, um, well, it might not be the best business move to draw attention to yourself in this way and be a cause of controversy. Now that said, that said, that doesn't ma- make it right or wrong, right? That shouldn't have any bearing on anything. In a perfect world, he should be able to speak his own beliefs and have that not have any bearing on whether or not he is uh, retained or cut. And indeed, it seems like the 49ers are saying that if they do cut him, it's not going to have anything to do with this. It's going to have to do with the play on the field. That said, can you really I mean, believe them? N- no, um, mainly because Colin Kaepernick is standing up for black people and his coach is Chip Kelly. Yep. Oh, God. Ah, got him. There it is. <laughs> so, nice. All right. So basically, my thoughts are similar to yours. I, I respect Cap's opinion here i completely i'm i'm on his side his heart is absolutely in the right place and if you watch the long interview he gave in the locker room 
which not nearly enough people no. are going to watch. If, if you're going to seriously, if you, I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but if you're going to, if you're going to come did. out, Can, should we should add a category in the drinking game for Sam cuts Dave. No. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I want to say is, if you're going to come out blazing on on Twitter with an opinion on this, you really should watch the interview first. Yes, his his long interview it. He, it's very respectful what it is, and this is one of the reasons why I've always been a Kaepernick defender. Even I like I'm not really defending his football skills anymore, but I've always defended him as a person because he's one of those people who always got it seemed like the shafted end of the stick because of how he looks and how mm-hmm. he dresses, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit how he talks, like how because he has tattoos on him, because he has all that stuff, just. It's just really easy to paint him as this bad person. But if you actually listen to him talk, if you actually hear what he has to say, he's a he's a smart guy. He's yeah. he's well spoken. He's not inflammatory. He's not an asshole about anything that he believes in. He's just sort of he, he's he's not nearly as bad as his critics like to portray him as. And I think a lot of the critics don't actually listen to him. Mm-hmm. They just make snap judgments i mean that's the internet for you he, but he, he's definitely not given being given a fair shake by the people who disagree right. with what he's doing here. there are a lot of because they're, they're just seeing oh he's just sitting down mm-hmm. for the national anthem what an what an asshole they're not they're not listening to his reasons they're not understanding why he's doing it or anything like that yeah and that's a problem yeah however one thing when i saw this happen the one thing that I thought immediately was there are probably better ways to make this protest. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, that's not that's not our place to judge. No, you know, it's, it's, it's like not. who 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 are we to to say you can and cannot protest in this way, or you should or shouldn't protest in this way? I that's that's something that uh, politically, not just you know, not just with this issue, but. It, Criticizing the effectiveness or not effectiveness of of a protest, I think, kind of glosses over the point, which is the protest itself and the issues it's trying to draw attention to. And I mean, I admittedly, I thought that at the beginning before this kind of blew up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I've sort of swung back around on that. Like you, you could think it's stupid, but hey, it got people talking. Right? Yeah. Like we we've been talking about it nonstop for like four days now. Yep. Him not standing up has become a big deal. A a backup quarterback that may not even make the team. Yeah, yeah. Not standing up during the national anthem at a football game. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like it's it it is getting attention and it is getting some discussion to happen. So, good for him. Yeah. Yep. And I think it can end there. Honestly, like I think that's really all that needs to be said about it. Well, no, I I have to repeat my one joke that I made as soon as it happened. It is hysterical (laughs) that Colin Kaepernick is taking a stand by not standing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care what side you're on. Uh, I love the irony. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) Got him. So, Sam, Mm -hmm. obviously, this is the kind of thing that's going to induce possibly the worst of sports twitter oh of twitter, course of, of course of just all facebook uh-huh. comments so i i i what what have you witnessed 
this week. Oh, jeez. Well, there's a lot of a there's a lot of people on like Fox News, not on Twitter, just on Fox News, being like, he's rich, so he can't complain about anything, right? He's been given so much, and it's like that's just so it breaks my brain um, to to read that. Because it just makes, it is so nonsense. It's like, if I ask you, like, what's two plus two, it's like you saying apples. It it doesn't, like, it's not, it's not good. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking through uh, Twitter, Twitter right now, um, and most of most of the stuff that I'm seeing uh, recently, like from uh, from folks who are writers, is is pretty even-handed. Kind of like what we're what we're saying now. Um, I, I see someone. It's just a YouTube video. I liked a YouTube video. YouTube.com slash blah blah blah. Colin Kaepernick's white privilege exposed by Infowars. So. Uh, <laughs> All you Alex Jones fans out there, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you got a lot of, uh, a lot of thoughts on that. Um, no, no room for Colin Kaepernick's hate in football. It's not hate. Uh, but, oh, hey, EA Sports says that EA Madden NFL's commentary team will discuss the Colin Kaepernick controversy in this week's live commentary Whoa. update, which that's actually pretty cool. I, I doubt they're I doubt they're going to get into it more than say like this is what happened, but that's that's pretty uh, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I'm interested to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen anything on the on the Twitter that's I haven't really. I mean, I've been busy with wedding stuff, drink. Sure. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so I haven't really had a chance. And honestly, it was one of those situations where, as soon as I saw what happened, I was like, "Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. I I should probably kind of avoid Twitter for a little yep. bit. I, I'll I'll make my snarky jokes, but I don't want to go look to see what other people are saying because I know I'm going to hate it. People like. At Zach Weston, who says Colin Kaepernick is trying to make himself relevant again, but his bum ass is going to be glued to that seat while his team eats shit all season. What? Uh, <laughs> I mean, his team will eat shit all season. Let's be that's, real. That's that's true. You're starting. They're, they're starting Blaine Gabbert. They're in a yep. division with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. They're 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 not going to be good. Yep. They're probably going to be better than they had with uh, the janitor. Jim Tom Sula at coach, but yeah. Did you see uh, Harbaugh didn't necessarily approve? Jim Harbaugh, well, his old coach, didn't necessarily approve of what Cap did. The quote, the quote said that he doesn't respect his actions, right? That, that he doesn't necessarily agree with him, but he respects his right to protest, which I think is actually kind of going unsaid in all this. I think that opinion is fair. You don't have to agree with Colin Kaepernick. No one is making you do that, but you should, in a democracy, agree with his right to protest in, you know, in a way that he sees fit. He's not hurting anyone. He's not, you know, nothing no, he's, he's not. Doing he's, is... he's just sitting down. He's 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 not pissing on American flags or anything like that. Yep. It's very 
it's very simple. It's very American, honestly, what he's doing. Yep. yep. But there are people who disagree with that, so obviously he's going to be viewed as the bad yep. guy. Like, come on. Well, it's it's, like, it's, it's so right. easy to to like you were saying. It's so easy to frame him as one. Uh, as well. Okay, so I just went to the Fox Sports Facebook page. Why? <laughs> I wanted to find some real hot. Yeah, tips. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Here we go, boys. So let's go. I just opened up this comment thread and let's let's uh, see if I could find. Okay, all right, here's a here's a classic. Colin Kaepernick can follow all the other losers and get out of our country. Is that how did he spell R? O U R or A R E? It was O U R. So well done. good job. So he got... wasn't a truck commercial, but <laughs> a- approval for there. <laughs> Most of these are actually okay, but honestly, when you look at a long comment thread, most of them are normally okay or slightly unokay. You really mm-hmm. have to to find the real bad stuff. It's it's pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Just I'm I'm I should click click away from from this, but I can't. It's 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 like, it's it's like going into the the wormhole. These are all fairly even-handed comments, mm. and I'm kind of upset about on the, it. On the Fox Sports page, <laughs> dang man. Yeah, they're all kind of. Um, I mean, it's more or less. Um, if he insists on sitting through the national capitalized Good. anthem. Then kick his butt out of the National Football <laughs> League. <laughs> He's obviously not appreciative to his nation for the privilege to play the sport he is supposed to love for a job making millions while there are those dying that for that anthem making pocket change. And we wonder where we failed as a nation. What? It's in moments like these that we allow this stupidity to go on, allow the disrespecting of our flag and our nation by those ungrateful to be here. I think it's time to stop being complacent and stand for something other than a nice suburban home, nice care, and little league. Remember what it cost us to be all American family in the first place? Like this guy, this person doesn't make any no, sense. No, no, I, I, <laughs> come on, man. But it's, it's basically she's yelling at Kaepernick for daring to protest the status quo and then saying that how we we got here by protesting the status quo is it's uh too much blood has been shed for us to be this ignorant he's not hurting anybody no No, and yeah hey too much blood has been shed for for us to be this this ignorant that's actually like if if that was said in response to that other post you know it 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 suddenly becomes why why is this why does Colin Ka- why is Colin Kaepernick ungrateful to be here there's nothing no Kaepernick is probably very happy to be an American but there's nothing wrong with being proud of America and also thinking that maybe America could be held to a slightly better standard yeah and if he doesn't he like in the interview he's like we're allowed to criticize the country when the country is failing if we just sit there and we refuse to allow any sort of criticism of the country all the problems we have will never get fixed yep yep Yep. and he's doing it in a a very relatively harmless way all he's doing is sitting on a bench during the national anthem as far as protests go that's pretty mild i have seen very few uh, actual veterans 
um, being like, hey, I hate this, uh, Kaepernick, you suck, you know? A lot of things, like even in that long interview he gave, he made it clear that this is not about the military. Mm-hmm. It, and it's it's not that all these people are saying like oh it's, they're conjoining it with the military because he's disrespecting the country and obviously that means troops because connections mental connections yeah. there but it's not it's it's about domestic um, yeah policing racism like, yeah. in yeah it's it's not about the military at all he did not criticize he is not criticizing the military nope. one nope. bit nope it is all criticisms of internal problems mm-hmm. what's going on at home. Every time he doesn't honor the flag before a game, I think he should be benched for the game. Come on, dude. Seriously, one he's gonna be benched anyway because he sucks. That's true. And- <laughs> there was one. There was one uh, thing that I did see on Twitter that I thought was was pretty funny. What's being forgotten in all this Kaepernick stuff is that he's a shit football player. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that. Then he should be breaking contract and not be paid. Follow the rules of his job. I didn't realize it's it not was a rule. Mandatory. Yeah, it's not there, a rule. There's of his, not a 15 yard penalty for part in his contract. It's like a little section towards the bottom oh, must stand during the national yeah, anthem, by the way. or otherwise we have reasons to cut you. Like, come on. Maybe I, I was fooled. There, a lot of people wrote like a lot of words, which I tend to give a little bit more credit. Mm-hmm. Because the really racist ones tend to be short. Are the words all bad? <laughs> when I actually start reading some of these, it's it's not great. Sure. I, yeah. Can, can imagine. Washed up QB has something to do over the top to make future NFL film reels so nobody forgets about him. <laughs> wow. If he's that concerned, then he should do something constructive about it rather than acting like a little brat holding his breath until he gets his way. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> A selfish player using this as a racist card burns me up because people fought and died for this flag and country, and for him doing this is a slap in the face. He is died wrong, <laughs> straight ignorance on his part, and kind of role model is this for our kids. My kid will know him as a coward peroid. No forgiveness uh, here. Oh, per- <laughs> like, period. But it... P E R O I D O I D. Yeah. Peroid. <laughs> Good. Peroid. Peroid. Oh, here, here's going. Fucking chump. This country has afforded him the opportunity to get an education and make millions of dollars playing a game. Maybe he should move to Taiwan. He can do well as a call girl. Wow. <laughs> Yes, this country has afforded him an opportunity to get an education, and he's trying to make an argument for all the people that haven't gotten that same opportunity. Yep. yep. That's that. That's his point, that the system is holding back other people that aren't as lucky as him, and he's he's standing up for the people who can't exactly say something themselves. Come on. I'm not, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Yeah, don't. Don't. <laughs> you're, 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 you're don't. Listening. I have I have tabbed away. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. Let's long ago. We should move on. I th- basically, at this point, you know whether or not you agree with Cap. Yep. But if you if you don't, or if you haven't watched the full thirty minute locker room interview, I do. Even if you're against him, I do suggest that you do watch that because it it paints it shows that it's more than just Kaepernick is a thug, whatever mm-hmm. ignorant. He, he clearly has a reason to do this and is clearly his heart is in a good place 
even if you disagree with him. Like, just watch that video. It's worth watching. It's worth seeing his more nuance than the media is giving you take. Sure. Yeah. So, moving on, the absolute funniest news of this past week. The Eagles yeah. cut Ruben Randall. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I, all the Giants fans, every every Giants fan I know, we were just sitting back and laughing just our asses waiting. off. Well, because you you had said that uh, on the previous podcast where we had Ray on that you know have have fun with Ruben Randall. There's no way that'll blow up in your face. The it was funny because when we cut Randall, I mean, when one of the one of the arguments I saw when he was on the Giants still, especially sort of that last season, was there was a lot of people starting to get really fed up with Randall, myself included. But his numbers, especially for a number two wide receiver, were okay. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people trying to rationalize, like, well, the numbers he's putting up are pretty much what you want out of a number two. But everyone else is just like, are you actually watching the games though? He could right. be he so much better than he actually is, and he's getting a lot of these garbage time touchdowns every once in a while. It's not he's bad. So when we cut him, we let him walk, and the Eagles picked him up. Eagles fans, they were like some of the Eagles fans were obviously like, um, well, I mean, he's not that good. We've we've watched the Giants games, he's not that good. But there were a lot of Eagles fans who were also like, Well, Giants fans are now saying, oh, he he always sucked, so obviously he's good. The Giants fans are just bitter about losing him. No, we were not bitter about losing him. All of us were genuinely kind of laughing that the Eagles <laughs> picked him up because we knew he wouldn't help the Eagles very much. You, you, you guys could see into the future a bit about it. Oh, yeah, and, and as soon as they started to actually play games, the Eagles fans were like, oh, the Giants fans are yeah. right, he sucks. What have we done? It's not for lack of talent. It's for lack of effort, lack of care. He's just an apathetic dumbass. Yep, uh, he's not gritty, man. You gotta, you gotta get those, uh, those grit points. I think this is done. He's it. Like he's not coming back. Really? You think this, this is it for him? How old is he? he he's he can't be. He, he's. I, I think the Eagles was because we cut him. We let him walk after, I think, four years. So that would have been the end of his rookie contract. Yeah, Ruben Randall is 25. So, yeah, he's, he's young. Like He's young, but if he had a fantastic chance to take over and be a fantastic receiver on the Giants. Like, there were openings for him. Hmm. He, he got to work behind Cruz when Cruz was still healthy. And that that's a perfect time for him to like to show what he's made of because Cruz would be the focus, so he would he'd be more open, he'd have the chance, and he never took advantage mm-hmm. of that. Then Beckham came in, completely overshadowed him immediately. Yeah. But then Beckham was obviously getting double teamed and everything because Beckham was the threat, and Ruben still couldn't really make the most of it. And then he he walked, and considering the fact that the Eagles have one of the worst wide receiver cores in the NFL, and they still cut Randall pretty much one, as one of their first cuts. Right. This does not bode well for Randall's future. No. In the NFL, no, no, I think no. I think he's not getting another job. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I it gave him a great opportunity. Like he's you were saying, he had those opportunities, and ODB being, uh, I'm sorry, OBJ. Uh, being double teamed did kind of open the door for him to be 
a legit threat um, when uh, he was not being thrown to and he didn't kind of take advantage. Um, He was lazy. He was very lazy. He would give up on routes. mm -hmm. He would run the wrong route. He he was... he was an extremely frustrating player to watch because you could see the talent was there and it's just apathy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine I, I'm not, I'm no giants fan, but having watched those games and you know, you gotta, you gotta wonder, right? What, what you are doing wrong when someone is throwing to a double covered wide receiver and not to you. Right. When, when that's the best option. So, mm-hmm. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ruben Randall is toast. I, I got some enjoyment out of that. Staying on the subject of Giants receivers, Cruz yeah. was on the football Yay. field. I didn't I didn't think it was gonna happen, but Victor Cruz was on the football and he field. Caught a pass. And he caught he caught a little pass. Yeah. He caught a little four yard pass. Good. Not not a lot, but it was it was nice to see him back on the field for the first time in almost two yeah. years. It was it was nice to see him on a football field again. It was nice to see the number 80 jersey with Cruz on the back just kind of wandering around. It was it was genuinely nice to see. I'm I don't think I don't think he's going to be all that great this year if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. but it's it's nice to have him there. I'm hoping he sticks around. You know, I'm hoping I hope he sticks not... around. I want I want one more salsa at minimum. Please. Oh, that I want great. at least one salsa. Yes. I hope when the Giants get into the end zone the first game, they imme- they they try to get him the ball mm-hmm. at least once mm-hmm. so that he has a chance to make a touchdown, especially at home. If they give him a chance to make a touchdown at home and do the salsa, the crowd will go nuts. That would be, that would be amazing. It'll be a great yep. moment. Yep. It'll be like, like 2012 all over again. 2011 was his breakout. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He did pretty good in 2012, didn't he? Yeah, he was good okay. for the next few years. It, it was... 2011 was his breakout season. 2012, he was also really good, but he started to get covered a little bit more sure. because that's when Nick's got hurt. And then right. when Nick's got hurt, then Nick's also turned kind of apathetic. <laughs> He's basically nobody now, too. Mm. Yeah, that's... I, I was just really happy to see him on the field again. It was heartwarming to see him on a field because I never thought I'd actually see it. I thought sure. he was just going to be stuck out. But it was on the field, and the Giants managed to fart their way past the Jets. <laughs> Yay! Oh, the Giants are going to be so bad this year. They're going to be so bad. Uh, the Bears are going to be worse, dude. We're, we're, we're going to be fighting for those top ten picks. Yep. Oh man, what what divisions? What teams do you do the Bears play this well, year? Do you know? In in like, what's our schedule like? Yeah, uh, I feel like are we playing you? I don't. I don't I think wonder. we play the Giants this year. No, we start the season against the Texans. We do actually. We play you on the uh, on the twentieth of November. Yeah, I think I think the NFC East plays the NFC North yeah, this year. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yep. So yep. what one of these weeks we're gonna be basically trying to out pessimist the other sure that'll be fun pessimist battles are my favorite battles Mm. i love it when people start trash talking the giants to me on twitter because i'm just like yeah i agree with you are completely correct you 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 can't trash talk a pessimist nope Nope. it's impossible it's it's not what you get people just like oh yeah the giants suck and i'm just like yeah i know what's your point (laughs) that bears giants game will be one 
in a score of two to zero uh when a when someone recovers a fumble in their own end zone like like the bears are going to be backed up jay cutler is going to be hit as he throws and then like an offensive tackle is going to dive on the ball in the end zone and that's going to be a safety and that's going to be the only points scored all game Hey, I just saw something on Twitter. There is an Eagles linebacker who also plans to sit during the I, national I did. anthem I on saw Thursday. That. Yeah. So, so hey, good. Protests work. Somebody, somebody's backing him yep. up. Good for good. that. Good. Good. Uh, uh, other like quick hitting news. Bosa uh, signed with the Chargers finally. Um. But the financial details haven't been released yet, and I'm thinking that it might be because the Chargers caved. At least I'm hoping it's because the Chargers caved. I I don't think the Chargers caved. I, I think I think the Bosa got a fair. They they finally offered Bosa plenty of money, but they probably didn't offer one of the two the contract stipulations he was asking for. He wasn't. He didn't get the offset language or the uh, the bonus at the different time. I I think. Bosa realized that he was in a no-win situation and it couldn't mm-hmm. really last anymore because he was. He was in a no-win situation. Well, but the Chargers looked worse than Bosa did. Most people were on Bosa's side, although, like, what does that count for, I guess, at the same time? It doesn't. It doesn't. And there was a lot of people defending mm-hmm. the Chargers because people are stupid yeah. and they decide to side with billionaires who don't care about the players or the cities or anything but because it's the team you know you got to support it bosa there was really no way bosa was ever really going to win this sure. and that's that's what made his holdout heroic because if let's put he wanted a contract he wanted these elements of the contract that happened to all top 5 picks since the last cba mm-hmm. if he the kind of, the Chargers wouldn't give it to him if he held out and re-entered the draft next year. He was not going to get picked top five, and he wasn't going to get that contract anyway. Right, right. It's and true. the further he held out, the less money he was going to make this year. Yeah. So he was basically in a no-win situation, and they probably knew that a long time ago, but they were sticking it to the Chargers and. So good for that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, again, this is not what happened, but I'm hoping that the reason it's taken so long for financial details to come out is that the Chargers caved and they don't want to release the financial details because they don't want to seem weak. Um, And like, they don't want to say that they have caved in. Uh, And these are, these are more drinks, by the way, for you guys, because this is going to be rendered probably completely irrelevant by Wednesday when all of the contract language will probably have been made public. So, you know, there you go. There's more for you. We might as well end that unless, uh, one more thing, uh, kicker update. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah was perfect this past weekend, which good for him. Boo for us. Yeah. That's a little <laughs> bit less fun. So still only two misses. Mm-hmm. And it's it's official. Uh, just another quick hitter. It is official. Dak Prescott will be starting for uh, for the Cowboys. Not not a surprise at all. But you know they've. I cannot wait to watch him somehow beat the Giants in one. <laughs> and 
I will just take a shotgun and put it in my mouth, and I will end Yay! it. Yay! <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yep. You know yep. it's gonna happen. Absolutely. The giant, the Giants will be okay for most of the game. It'll be a typical clown ball NFC East game, mm-hmm. and then they'll screw it up at the end. Prescott will lead a victory charge down the field at the end, win the game because the Giants are bad and dumb, and then the hype will go through the roof. I will eat the business end of a shotgun, and then Dak will have an average year. <laughs> but he'll beat us again later on down yep, the road. Yeah, probably. That's that's my prediction for the Cowboys at week one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, that far off, off base. This will be my final, this will be my sign off for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but before I do that, Sam. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me a follow at, at Sam G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S on Twitter. I also write for Yard Barker, uh, GameSkinny.com and Thrillist Chicago. So you can uh, follow me there. Next week, uh, I will be joined by uh, Ray, who was on the podcast last week. He is uh, my good friend and roommate. Uh, as well as uh, my brother Will, who uh, actually gave me... He's the reason, pretty much, that I know Dave and that I write for KSK now. He pretty much got me into football, so, like, that'll be fun. And please be sure to give Ray a lot of shit oh, for being an Oh, I will. Don't worry. I will. Just just give him tons of shit for me. Mm-hmm. Just deep from my okay. heart. So, as I said, I will likely not be on the podcast for the next two weeks i am getting married huzzah life is important that kind of thing i i don't know i probably will not be calling in from scotland (laughs) if 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 the stars align and i find myself with free time and internet i might join up but likely you won't hear my voice my beautiful sexy voice for two weeks so I leave I leave the podcast in the very capable hands of Trevor Simeon's group. Yeah, here. let's go. <laughs> and I will hear from you again in mid-September. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the Draw Play. I'm Draw Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Draw Play Dave, on Facebook at the Draw Play Comic, uh, on Patreon, and of course on the DrawPlay.com. I love you. Thanks for being a fan. I'll hear you then.